You're listening to Nightmare on Film Street. The current time is 6.66. Traffic is clear ahead from here to the afterlife. But it's hell outside. For the next hour, you're on Nightmare Time. So, let's give a grave welcome to our hosts, John and Kim. Hello again, fiends, and welcome to Nightmare Alley, the spooky little detour podcast in the regular Nightmare on Film Street feed. I'm John. I'm Kim. And we're taking a little detour today to bring you an interview that we did with William Sadler, star at main attraction of Bill and Ted Face the Music. He has reprised his role as the iconic death character, and he's bringing the bass. Yeah, world's best, afterlife's best bass player? Universe's best bass player, I assume. It was great talking with uh, with William Sadler. We, we we even briefly talked about some of his other roles, including VFW, where he's just a fucking badass, just beating up a bunch of drug addicted mutants in an alternate Detroit future. I also got to ask a couple tales from the crypt questions. Oh yeah, right, perfect. Can't wait for you guys to hear it. But before we get into it, uh, Kim, I was curious uh, about your thoughts of the Bill and Ted universe in general because you're relatively new to these movies yeah so this is another one of those stories where i grew up without bill and ted in my life yeah (laughs) and you showed them to me recently and we literally just binged the first two back to back one afternoon i thought i could double task while watching them like i was like okay cool i'll get some work done and just a I, silly 80s movie. Who needs to pay attention I dropped to everything. They are so hilarious and so upbeat and so funny. And it's been so long since I've watched a movie that's purely just, like, about making you smile. Yeah. Especially Bill and Ted Face the Music, right? They are so uplifting. It's insane how optimistic these movies are. Yeah, they're just about love and friendship and bringing the world together. And oh, man. Just, there's just something so pure about those movies. Could not have come at a better time. Yes, that's why this is the perfect time for Bill and Ted Face the Music. Like, it is literally just this little beacon of light in your VOD platforms. <laughs> like, you having a bad day? This is new. Oh, yeah, this movie's the cure for sure. If it's been a little while since you've revisited the Bill and Ted movies, uh, excellent adventure. They, <laughs> I love the stakes of these movies. Like, let's let's just break it down movie to movie. Excellent adventure. They need to pass their history report. <laughs> oh, everything is good. Like, the world's going to end for them in their minds if they don't pass their history report. I mean, also, there are, you know, there's some messages from the future that say that if they don't pass their history report, they get broken up and they can't unify the world at some point which bogus journey brings us to they have to write a song that's gonna bring the world together and strike harmony and they we think they do that at the end of the movie especially because there's news reports that say like bill and ted play or wild stallions play mars world peace achieved (laughs) death does solo career no one likes it (laughs) he rejoins the band (laughs) yeah and but then bill and ted face the music Literally, the world is crumbling. The the universe as we know it is falling apart. There's some quantum temporal problem that you just, you gotta buy into right away to really lock into this movie. Um, But oh boy, do Keanu Reeves and Alex Winter just slip right back in. William Sadler too, obviously. Oh boy, do they slip into these characters effortlessly. Yeah, and then this one too, because it's 25 years later, we have the wives still. The wives. The princesses. The princesses. 
And they have their daughters along with them who are around the same age that Bill and Ted were in the first couple of films. And they're both wonderful. Samara Weaving and Bridget Lundy Payne play the two daughters who are almost carbon copies of their dad. A thousand percent. Are so into music and creating and... They're also the only people that have their dad's backs, right? Like, these guys have essentially, like, let, let's let's take the universe stuff out of it. Like, these guys haven't given up on their dream. And their daughters are the only people that aren't telling them that it's bullshit and they should stu- they should quit and get, get on with their lives and become adults, right? And they're also ready to, like, just hop into a time machine the second they <laughs> think something's gone wrong. They're like, we know what to do. We gotta start a band. <laughs> we gotta go get Jimi Hendrix, Louis Armstrong, and a bunch of other people that are not worth uh, spoiling here. Because if there's one thing that's going to save the world, it's music. And that that's the corny idea that you got to buy into when you see this movie. What are that, you talking about? We bought into it in the second one. I, I know. I'm the guy who believes it. I bought it. <laughs> yeah. A song can change the world. Sure. But yes, I mean, this movie, um, it's a hell of a lot of fun. And I think it's the exact kind of movie we all need right now. It is the perfect escapism from just the awful shit we've had to deal with in 2020. But without further ado, we're going to throw you the quick trailer to remind you of Bill and Ted Face the Music, and then we're going to hit up our interview with William Sadler. When your wives suggested couples therapy, do you think that this is what they had in mind? Definitely. I mean, we're a couple of couples, right? Bill, Ted, enough of the delusions. You didn't time travel, and you didn't go to heaven and hell. Here's a real idea for you. Be role models to your daughters. Get real jobs. Bill, we've spent our whole life trying to unite the world. And I'm tired, dude. Ted, we have a destiny to fulfill. Greetings, my excellent friend. We have a problem. Step forward. A song created by Preston Logan, performed tonight, will save reality as we know it. Oh. Dude, we better write that song now. Or why can't we just go to the future when we have written it? And take it from ourselves. Except, won't that be stealing? Cheers! <laughs> How is that stealing? If we're stealing it from ourselves, dude. <laughs> Our dads are totally in trouble. Yeah! Yeah! We should help them out. Yeah! No way. How's, How's it going, Bill and Ted? Ted? We're putting together a most extraordinary band. Hey, you want to be in our band? Oh. <laughs> oh, this is so fantastic. We're going to go talk to death. Is he playing hopscotch by himself? Dude, he's cheating. Hey, Death. Life isn't a wild stallion. Let's rock! Be excellent to each other and party on, dudes. Yeah! Billy! Death! How you doing? Well, you know, we're dead and we're in hell. But how you doing? We're good. Hi, guys. Hi, how's hey it going? There. Just get my coffee ready. <laughs> Go for it. How are you? Good, thanks. Uh, it was it was great <laughs> to see you in Bill and Ted Face the Music. Uh, how did it feel to get to back in the Death Shroud again? 
It was great. It was great. It was a little. <laughs> those robes are heavier now. <laughs> um, they are. They're, and I'm not quite as agile and flexible as I was 20, 29 years ago, I think it was. But I was surprised at how quickly uh, all of that just disappeared once we got on the set and this and these characters started to come alive. Um, I started interacting with Alex and Keanu and uh, the thing was, I, I, I was, I mean, I guess I shouldn't be surprised, but, but it was just uh, easy and, and fun. It was effortless. Once we pulled the trigger on the thing, it was just like, it was like we'd never stopped. That, that's so awesome though. Like, so it, it felt like there was no time between. Like, yeah, exactly. It was like we'd been shooting. It was like we filmed Bogus Journey yesterday. Um, I mean, we're older. We both, you know, we look older, but, um, but I think the spirit and the, the fun was still there. That's, I guess that's what I mean. The energy and the, <laughs> the way these, the way these guys react to one another uh, was all, was like it had never ended. Yeah, and you're you you have great comedic timing, by the way. Um, how how hard is it to steal every scene from goofs? <laughs> how hard is it to steal every scene you're in from goofs like Keanu Reeves and Alex Winters? Oh my God! Oh, it's not hard. <laughs> no, you have to, you do what you have to do. The uh, the thing the thing about the Reaper is he's he's this huge character. Um, and 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 he's written that way. I mean, he's 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 not a normal human, you know. He's he's sort of bigger than life, and he's not like me. I mean, I'm not I'm not like the Reaper uh, <laughs> at all. But but once once you put on the robes and the Czechoslovakian accent, everything was once once he starts to inhabit me it's hard to turn them off. That's what was, that's what was really fun about playing this guy was also like making stuff up. Um, you know, he, he, he has his own opinions about everything. (laughs) (laughs) And they're not necessarily my opinions. This is like, and they're, and they're sometimes they're not even in the script. Um, but they, uh, yeah, he's a, he's larger than life. And, and, where I guess Bill as Preston and Bill and Ted are, are more human, you know, they're, <laughs> they have to abide by the rules here on earth. <laughs> so are, um, are you saying that you're going method on this character? Like he's saying things that even you don't expect? <laughs> I just let him go, you know, there's, I just let him go sometimes. And if it's, you know, if it's funny and, and if the crew, falls on the ground laughing and it's you, you know it. works in, if it works in the scene then it's a good thing and if it you know he's he's a funny he's a funny character which is really fun to play i mean he could he could almost read the phone book and you it laugh. would be amusing you would la- yeah you would you would you would laugh yeah um so i'm i mean i'm very fortunate that it happened at all because when I played him the first time, I was way too young. They were tr- they were looking at like Christopher Lee. Oh wow! Oh, wow. Right from the old Hammer movies, you know, Christopher Lee, the big boomy <laughs> voice. Um, yeah, 
I mean, they were looking, they were looking all over the place for say, who should, you know, who looks like the Grim Reaper, who looks like, uh, you know, the uh, Max von Sydow in the, in the seventh seal. Yeah. It's gotta, it's gotta be somebody who looks like they're a thousand years old. So not um, exactly a compliment when you get the role. Is what you're saying? <laughs> well, I, I did the, I did the first audition and I, and I did the Czechoslovakian accent, everything. And about three weeks went by and I got a phone call from the casting director, Karen Ray. And she said, Bill, you got to come back and do it again. Um, they, they think you're too young. Um, so go to a Halloween store and get some gray and put it in your hair and black out your teeth and then come in and do it. And I thought, wow, that's, that's going to look like, uh, and so I called I called um, the makeup guy from uh, Die Hard 2 which I had just done Scott Edo and told him my problem and he said well come on over to my house I'll I'll make you look old so the day of the audition I sat in his kitchen in Marina Del Rey and made me look 70 oh wow <laughs> and then I got in my car and drove to Orion to their offices and I did the audition again um and and got the role but i forget where i was going with this story but i was too young but i was too young <laughs> i was too young the first time around <laughs> so now i'm now i'm the right age that's great but you bring such like a humor and a like a levity to the role which is perfect for bill and ted because it's it's so funny and it's so about friendship and it's it's great that we brought it back for the younger generation because i feel like now's the perfect time to unite the world with friendship <laughs> I agree. Could there could could there be a better time for a movie about friendship and love and be it's excellent and be so excellent different. to each other, man? Wow. I mean, I I think anyway. I'm I can't wait. I can't wait to see how people react to it. The anticipation is killing me. Yeah, and people have been talking about this movie for three. Well, I mean, they've been no. talking about this movie since people been talking about it forever. <laughs> People, people have been talking to me about it for for like twenty nine years. <laughs> so when are you going to be death again? <laughs> when are you going to be death again? Yeah. Well, this is um, the first time that you've reprised the role, right? Like you you brought him back yeah. on Tales from the Crypt. It just yeah, but that was just very briefly. It wasn't really quite the same thing. I guess I've been carrying this character around in my pocket for a long, long time. I actually did him in a sketch comedy. Um, show called Assaulted Nuts on YouTube. You can you can catch it. Just Assaulted Nuts. William Sadler Assaulted Nuts, and uh, it was a sketch about the Grim Reaper comes to take this woman away, and she's so annoying that he leaves in disgust. And uh, and and, um, and I just grabbed this accent. I I just grabbed it out of thin air. Um. And it was funny because, and I, I grabbed it because it was funny, you know? So, and that was in like 85 or something. And when I, so when I, the time came to audition for Bogus Journey, I thought, ah, I know what I'll do. <laughs> I have this swell Czechoslovakian accent that I'd stolen from an actor in New York <laughs> uh -huh, that I worked with. And now he's synonymous um, with death. <laughs> And now he's and now everywhere he goes, people say that voice. <laughs> his, his name is Jan Triskin, and I thank you. I will, I will be forever grateful to you, Jan. 
he's Czechoslovakian and and his was took like that all the time everything so, and it was i just always found it was like silly so and uh, death is death is such a sweet and soft character which is completely not how i think of the characters you normally play you're always such a badass thank you <laughs> like even even yes. now like I, i'm a huge fan of vfw right like you you were so good in vfw <laughs> Oh, dude, thank you. Thank you. What, what was it like to finally, like, get the Dukes back out for that movie? That was great fun. That was great fun. I had worked with Steve Lang. People who don't know VFW, they sort of gathered all of these actors together um, who had played badasses in other films. And uh, But what they didn't expect when they did this, and the movie was made for like $1.98. <laughs> um, we shot, I think we shot the whole thing in 18 days. So, um, but what they didn't expect was that we had all worked with each other before lots of times. I did Shakespeare in the Park with Steve Lang wow. and a movie called Project X with Steve Lang. And I'd worked with Marty Cove and I, I did a musical with David Patrick Kelly in New York. By the time you put, up, put us together in the trenches to fight these, <laughs> these drug, drugged out uh, kids, um, there was like this tremendous uh, camaraderie and fun. We we had been in the trenches together, all of us, you know. Um, that was really fun. That was really fun to do. Yeah, I don't get asked to kick ass much uh, these days. Although, I, although I, I still can, I imagine. It's, you know, it's movie magic, though. You certainly look like you can. I'll give you that. <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you. It was good. It was great fun. Um, and it is a good movie too. I was, a, I was, I guess I shouldn't be surprised, but it was, but it really, but people reacted to the, part of what happened was the camaraderie and the, the, the amount of genuine respect and love that the guys in this film have for each other comes across in the story. So when they're in a fight for their lives, you care about them. You, you actually care about them because they clearly care about each other. Um, the, the same is true about Bill and Ted also, right? Like, you've, you've got these characters, they're trying to save the world, but they're really trying to save the relationships they all have with each other, too. Right, right, exactly, exactly. And I think that's I think that's what people respond to. And it isn't always there, you know. It's, um, you know, get thrown together with a bunch of actors and don't know each other. Yeah, and there's also um, such a big resurgence with nostalgia, too. And I think once people see the death character again, I mean, if they finally do that Tales from the Crypt reboot, they're going to ask you to be in it. Would you do it? Sure. Tales from the Crypt reboot? What do you mean, the Demon Knight or the... Either. I'll take or, either. Or play death again. <laughs> Both. <laughs> I, totally, I totally expect them to come to me with a script called Reaper Madness. <laughs> Very into it. That's a great title. <laughs> Sold. I'm there. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I, guess, I, I guess real quick, like you've, you've obviously worked with Alex Winter and Keanu Reeves before. How is it acting with younger versions of those characters, uh, Samara Weaving and, and Bridget Lundy Payne? Oh, they were delightful. They were delightful. I think they were maybe just a little, tiny bit intimidated. Yeah. But, but they were, um, they were great. They were great. They stepped right in. Um, the scenes that we did together, they 
they just picked up the mantle and ran with it. It was great. It was sort of like it's it always feels like playing jazz, you know, where you you take a riff and then they go and then it goes back and forth between you. And that's what make that's what makes it come alive. And uh, I just thought they were wonderful. I thought that was some brilliant casting. They're they're terrific actors and they kind of embody these, you know, those Bill and Ted characters without without looking like um, they weren't uh, they weren't doing caricatures or or just an imitation of what Keanu and Alex had done. They had like found their own versions. No, I was impressed. I I loved working with them. Right on. And uh, we we like to ask everybody that we talk to if they could program a double feature at the drive-in. What two movies would you play for people to uh, to have like a great night at the drive-in? Oh wow. Wow. Oh, wow. I think it went wrong at the drive-in. <laughs> Absolutely. I would do, well, if you're going old school, then it's got to be like Jason and the Argonauts. Right on. You know, or, um, you know, Ben-Hur. Something, epic. Something really epic. Some, some, some big widescreen epic. Um, have you, it's a double feature. Unforgiven. Um, right on. The Clint Eastwood Unforgiven. I would love to, I'd love to see that on a big screen again. Yeah. Um, maybe a double feature, maybe a Western double feature. The Man Who Shot Liberty Valance. Okay. And The Unforgiven. We're due for more Westerns. We're due for a Western resurgence. I think so. I would love to do a Western. I'm, I, they'd have to tie me onto the horse, I'm afraid. <laughs> I've only ridden a horse once in a movie and it was just, <laughs> I was, I was surprised. I, don't you have a smoother horse? Isn't there? Uh, I mean, you don't have to have a horse for a shootout at uh, like underneath the bell tower. So I think we just got to get you the right character, right? Well, thank you. Thank you again so much for taking the time to talk to us. We really appreciate it. And we really Welcome. enjoyed the movie. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Have a good day. Bye now. Bye-bye. Bill and Ted Face the Music is available right now at select drive-ins, movie theaters, and VOD. Let us know what you thought of the film over on Twitter at NOFS Podcast, on Instagram at Nightmare on Film Street, in the Horror Movie Fiend Club at Facebook.com slash groups slash Horror Fiends of NOFS, and in the Nightmare on Film Street subreddit at Reddit.com slash R slash Nightmare on Film Street. But that's it from us this week. I'm John. I'm Kim. Stay, Stay creepy. It appears you made it out alive. But we'll get you next time. Help us to grow the horde. Leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you subscribe. More terror can be found lurking on our website, nofspodcast.com. Until next time, stay creepy, fiends. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com.